Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, we're trying to finish The Two Doctors. It's been going for months. I mean, we were interrupted by the power of the Doctor. <laughs> I forgot how long The Two Doctors went for. Tried to fit it all in. Also forgot how long it takes me to get through, like, uh, even a half-hour episode of Doctor Who in this podcast. Um, it's all insane. Uh, anyway, uh, when we left it, uh, the... the Oscar was being murdered in the restaurant for because Shocker didn't want to pay his bill. It was really, you know, gross. Um, I know that happens in Doctor Who, but, you know, poor Oscar. He just wanted to euthanise some, <laughs> some butterflies with... <laughs> With, with cyanide, that was all. Uh, please remember that he was doing that uh, in the Olive Grove. Um, <laughs> so, Jamie, uh, uh, you know, Oscar dies. They, Anita and Perry look vaguely sad about it. And Jamie's like, oh, look, the second Doctor's rejecting the androgam genes. Um, and while he's asleep, his face changes back from the orange eyebrows and the the kind of moly things that they have all over their faces, the androgams. They all disappear. Um, the Sixth Doctor gets the Second Doctor to his feet and they leave the restaurant uh, in a cacophony while Anita just clutches onto Oscar mourning. Why did she like him? I, he seemed like a buffoon. Um, anyway, uh, outside the Sixth and Second Doctor argue over which way to go. He's like, oh, we'll go this way. No, we're going to go this way. And Perry takes charge. He goes, no, we're going to go this way. And then Chassini pops out of the shadows with a gun and says, no, you'll come this way. Uh, I do love how amazing. Oh, by the way, if you want to see someone just being as camp and over the top as Jacqueline Pierce is in Blake 7, uh, you have to watch The Peripheral. It's not amazingly well written, um, but it is spectacular. Uh, and Tania Miller plays like this just... Yeah, if they ever reboot Blake 7, she needs to be serverland. She's amazing. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's always a tangent to some other TV show. It's on the Amazon, I think, if you've got that, the peripheral, um, with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She's great. There's a British guy in it who was in that 
Did you watch that movie with the Queen and... I mean, the actual Queen wasn't in it. Um, it was the Queen and Princess Margaret out on the town on VA Day. Anyway, the guy from that's in it, and he's not very good. He's very attractive, though. Um, so, you know, maybe he doesn't have to be good. <laughs> it would help, though. Uh, everyone else is pretty good. Um, oh, except affordable Jude Law is in it. I've never really enjoyed any of his work. JJ Field, I think his name is. Uh, anyway, affordable Jude Law. Uh <laughs> so Justini's got the bar with you know gunpoint. So back at the hacienda, uh, Shockeye is getting back into his Andrigam outfit. He's had enough of top hat and tails, um, and he sees the others returning from town. And when they walk in, the second Doctor remarks on the mess because um, there's like just crap everywhere. From I guess Santaran's bashing things around. Everyone trying to escape every five minutes. And uh, the sixth Doctor tells Tastari he should sack his chatelaine, which is you know another word for a housekeeper. Um, and I think this is meant to be a catty remark about Cassini once having been his servant. And there is the most horrific racist subtext of this entire business, I realise now. <laughs> because, like, you know, they keep going on about androgams. They can't change their, their like, their genes. Like, even though he's augmented her, she's still going to kind of descend into being an androgam. Um, and there's also the implication that androgams are only good for, uh, you know, being servants so it feels very much like there's sort of a eugenics thing going on here that you know one type of person is better than another one type of person is only good for kitchen and housework if you know what i mean um basically it's 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 either a really terrible uh version of the whole British, you know, landed gentry business and the working classes, or it's like, you know, some races were born to be slaves kind of business. Like, whatever it is, it's not okay. Like, there's, it's just kind of, and the doctor's sort of complicit in it, in this, in saying, you know, your housekeeper's a bit useless, Um, implying that he should never have tried to, get Cassini out of being, you know, the race that she was born to, who are born to serve. Like, it's a really, yeah. Anyway, um, before, I know I've taken some time to talk about this now because I'm horrified by it, because uh, the subtext is just not okay. Um, but just, you know, before anyone would have a chance to even think that there's something really grossly wrong with this entire scene. Uh, Shockeye comes in with Stike's leg. <laughs> like he's just got a Sontaran leg and it's green and it's gross and uh, he pops it on a chair and just see he orders everyone into the cellar and then the camera just holds on the, like, the severed leg for ages. So obviously, I guess what happened is that Stike told Val to blow up everything and then Stike went in the machine and then got zapped and then went to his spaceship which then still blew up because he forgot he told Val to I really don't understand what happened there anyway uh, the Briard Nebulizer that the Doctor had in his pocket apparently has the Doctor's symbiotic imprint on it and Astari takes it from him and puts it puts it back in to the Kartz Rhymer module and then puts Perry in the machine 
and like everyone's like, oh no, is she going to die? And the doctor's like, ah, she'll be fine. Um, and she doesn't have the symbiotic nuclei, so obviously I've fixed the thing. Um, and there's some discussion about how all of Carts and Rhymer's subjects disappeared into the time stream. They were experimenting on people? Like, this is... <laughs> we stumbled into some weird holocaust... <laughs> Like, what? And and Jacini was behind all this. Like, it is very strange. I like again. The subtext is terrible. Um, so yeah. Uh, so Jacini orders them all chained up. Um, the sixth doctor's like, "Where's your gratitude?" Uh, and Shaka's like, "Please, can I cook a person? It's been ages. I'm desperate." <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, haven't you eaten enough? He goes, oh, it was merely a snack. Like like 80,000 pesetas or whatever it was of food. Um, and she's like, no, all right. You can have the one in the skirt. He's the youngest of the jacks. Like, I, I don't understand. He's the only... Oh, anyway. Um, so, Shokai grabs Jamie and drags him upstairs. Uh, Dastari dumps the keys to their chains on a table in front of Perry and the two doctors who were like chained up to pylons. Um, and then he goes upstairs. This is so weird. Why would you like, you know, telescope leaving the keys behind? It's just like, take them with you. Like this is just, I just don't understand. It's so weird. Um, so I, also it, it's giving me vibes of, the doctor's locked up in the cellar in the day of the doctor. I think Stephen Moffat may have watched this episode a few too many times and not realised how many things he was actually borrowing from it later in his career. Because it's just like, unless, you know, unless he thought he was giving us a little flavour of the old days. So we go, oh, that reminds me of that time that the doctors and Perry were chained up in the... <laughs> cellar and the key was just there and they were like oh the, t- the sonic screwdriver doesn't do wood um they would be out of here in a flash if they had a sonic screwdriver but you know neither of them do for some reason um so oh anyway it's very weird uh the second doctor compliments the sixth doctor on sabotaging the bride nebulizer and he said yes i left a thin membrane on so it would work once because um, he's like, I knew Chasini would want to test it. You know what she's like. Um, <laughs> so Perry scoots the wheelchair over to them uh, that is still sitting there from the doctor having been on it before. Um, and they bang it into the table and the keys land on the chair and then they get the keys and Six undoes himself and jumps up. Uh, and then they hear Jamie yelling. So he throws the keys to the second doctor and goes off to help Jamie. Um, Shock Eye is tenderizing Jamie. <laughs> He's got this weird kind of machine that um, glows. It looks it looks like we you know one of those massages you can buy at the airport. I don't know why the airport is like where you buy massages, but apparently it is. Um <laughs> I've been to the airport a lot the last few months and every time I go there, you just, you know, you might be a bit early for a flight, you wander around and you're like, oh, seem to be selling a lot of massages in this shop. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, Shokai has a big one. Uh, massager, that is. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> this podcast is out of control. <laughs> Thank you. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.